0: there a single lady I am so glad that you are here when I think of all the women that I know I cannot think of a single one who hasn't experienced a relationship or a crush in which she didn't get the closure that she wanted or that she felt that she needed and I know firsthand that this can be really really difficult so what do you do when that closure doesn't happen I'm going to answer that question today stay tuned Welcome to the Single Over 30 podcast with dating and relationship coach Shanna Shooty. Shanna's here to help you find a trustworthy, marriage-minded man who will love and adore you. Here's Shanna. You may have heard that it's the love that we experience when we are really young that can pierce our hearts like the most deeply, both in beauty and in pain, because our hearts can just be laid wide open when we are young and in love, and they can become pierced straight through when that same love dies. And in my own personal story, this was definitely true. About six months after a relationship with a young man that I had dated for three and a half years ended because of my choice, I was plagued with a grievous sense of failure and regret. Before I made this decision, I really tried to make the best choice that I could. I prayed and prayed about it. I sought counsel from other people who I saw as more mature, and I agonized over my decision. Should I stay or should I go? And even though we'd had a really good relationship, when I entered college, I wasn't sure if we should stay together. Like a lot of young people, I was going through a lot of changes, and I was becoming a different person, and I was so confused but the problem was is that I wasn't mature enough to really understand myself and my feelings and I definitely wasn't mature enough to verbalize those feelings and to express what was going on inside of me and looking back I think oh my gosh I was a kid for goodness sake so a couple years later after all of this confusion we broke up and then I later regretted my decision very deeply and in the aftermath of that breakup I blamed myself. I blame myself. I blame myself. I blame myself. I wanted closure by talking it out. I wanted to hear from my ex-boyfriend and I also wanted to be heard, but that was not going to happen. He did not share that same desire. So I wanted him to give me peace. I thought, well, if he will talk to me and there will be closure between us, then I can experience peace. I wanted him to hear me say I was sorry and explain myself and I needed him. I felt like I needed it. I needed him to grant me forgiveness, but he would not give that to me. I tried time and time again to reconcile with him. He didn't want it. I had hurt him, even if unintentionally, and it didn't matter what I said or what I did or how many times I apologized or how many tears I cried. He had made up his mind and we were done and he started seeing someone else. And the thought of him sharing his life with someone else just cut me to the core. Even the death of my dad or childlessness hasn't matched that kind of pain. So what did I do in my desperation to reconcile and to get this closure? So for the next two years after our breakup, I called him occasionally, but not too often because I didn't want to appear pushy. I drove by his house. I wrote him letters, even from London, where I studied abroad for six months. I tried several things to show him that I cared. I was forthright and I told him how I felt. That didn't work. I apologized and begged for forgiveness. That didn't work. I left him Valentine's Day gifts on his car. That didn't work. Then, because I didn't want him to feel pressured, I tried to be more pleasant and less obvious and a little more fun and lighthearted. That didn't work either. And then when I was 24, I called him and he said, guess what? And in that moment, I knew he was getting married. I said, you're getting married. And he said, how did you know? And I said, I just had a feeling and I wanted him to be happy. I really did, even though my heart was torn into a million tiny little pieces. And I said, you're going to make a really great husband. And he said, thanks. I hung up the phone. I went into my bedroom and I wailed for several hours and then I sobbed clear through the night. And I was completely devastated. I wanted to respect his engagement and his relationship with his girlfriend. So I no longer called or drove by his house or tried to say I was sorry. And I felt like I had completely blown it. And I spent the next eight years or 10 nursing a broken heart and hating myself. And nothing and no one and no man could make my pain go away. So from then on, I struggled with a huge fear of rejection. So I didn't get the the closure that I so desperately desired. And I felt like there were so many words left unsaid and I felt misunderstood. I wanted to ask for forgiveness and to have forgiveness granted. I wanted to know that he forgave me because I thought, well, if he forgives me, then maybe I can forgive myself and that that forgiveness would prove that I was worth something and that I was worthy of being loved. So in some ways, the pain of my broken relationship became more difficult as time passed so it wasn't as acute but the years and other failed relationships that just kind of seemed like they mocked me because in my early 40s I thought well if I hadn't made the choices that I made with this young man then perhaps I could have married sooner and I wouldn't have been single and I wouldn't have been childless and all this stuff like all this pain in my early 40s just made me question all over again my dating choices and specifically breaking up with this young man that I had loved when I was young. What I didn't understand then that I totally understand now was that I didn't need this guy that I had been dating to say I forgive you and mean it. I didn't need him to tell me he was sorry for how he had spoken to me or how harsh he had been with me when I had been begging him for forgiveness. I didn't need to go back and rehash what happened so that I could prove I was worthy of love, even though all of that would have been wholeheartedly welcome. What I needed was to let myself off the hook and stop blaming myself. I needed to accept what happened and I needed to accept my value and receive the truth that I was worthy of being loved even if the man I loved didn't love me in return. I needed to embrace the truth that I hadn't ruined my life so that I could have moved forward in my future relationships free to give and receive love without being crippled by fear. And I needed to see that I had allowed this man that I had loved too much power over me. I had allowed him to define my sense of hope and no one should ever be given that measure of power over us. I needed to trust that nothing is ever truly a loss or a waste. There is redemption in every story And largely because of what happened in my single life, that's why I am here with you today, which is a total honor for me. And another thing, I needed to know that closure is a gift that you give to yourself when you stop believing lies about yourself and start believing the truth about who you are. So even if you've blown it and you haven't received forgiveness from a person, you are worthy of love. Even if he was the one who walked away and he never explained why, you are worthy of love. Even if he guilted you or wouldn't accept your apologies, you are worthy of love. And even if he walked away, gave you the silent treatment or Was horribly disrespectful, and even if you feel unworthy and unforgivable, you are worthy of being loved. You are lovable, and nothing can change that because it's how you have been made. You have been created for love, to love and be loved. This is a fact, it's not just some wishy washy sentiment, it is truth. So, I hope this story has been an encouragement to you. So, I'd really love to continue this conversation with you by inviting you to sign up for a freebie. It's not a download or cheat sheet or a PDF like I often share. It's an invitation to sign up to receive seven printable affirmations that are gonna remind you of your worth and value. So as I mentioned, these are printable and they're pretty. Which means you can hang them on the wall in your office or in your bathroom, your your bathroom mirror, or your bedroom as a reminder of your true identity. And it's important to know your value because relationships always happen from the inside out. Meaning what you believe on the inside about yourself is how you will experience relationships on the outside. For seven days, I'm going to send you a printable affirmation to encourage you so that You can look back in hope and you can look forward in hope too. All you need to do to grab these seven printable affirmations is head on over to singleover30.net slash printable. Again, that singleover30.net slash printable and that's spelled P-R-I-N-T-A-B-L-E. All right, I hope this has been helpful and that you've been encouraged. Remember that the dream that you have to love and be loved is possible and remember to keep it sunny. See you next time. Keep it sunny,